0: Jesus Fix It, the good morning radio podcast with Seth and Jess.
1: So over this pandemic and cancel culture are just a few things at the top of my list that I am looking forward to being over and done with for 2022. You know what? I
0: think you're not alone. I think there's a lot of us that are looking back at the year and go, you know what? I think I can do without that. And I think I can do without that. But you know what? This over here, this I'm carrying into 22. I want more of that, less of that. And the yeah. pandemic is definitely one of those. Yeah, I'm done. I am really, Absolutely. really done.
1: Absolutely. So uh, yeah, just in case you haven't figured it out, we are talking about things we are wanting to let go of for this year and not take into the new year. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely top of everybody's list is the pandemic we are over it kicking it to the curb (laughs) ready for this to go away already and look i know i'm preaching to the choir here i am just ready for normal we don't even know if normal is ever a thing that's coming back
0: (laughs) do you think do you think we'll ever get to the point where we look at normal and go "Nah, that's boring i'm not sure i want to go back to the normal normal i want to keep some things different like This work-from-home thing, um, this has been really a good thing that I think has happened this past year or the years. Um, I think the whole development of being able to do some things remotely like picking up groceries and having them brought to your car instead of going into the store, that I'm I'm okay with.
1: Now, look, Hmm? my groceries get delivered, and if that is never not a normal thing, we ain't going to ever eat in my house (laughs) because— I am so spoiled to that. Yeah. I mean, and curbside pickup. Yep. Uh, okay, I'm telling on myself here, but one time, I may have rolled up to get like one slice of cheesecake curbside pickup.
0: You know what? I'm not going to blame you for that because I'm. I I go along with that. I have ordered. I have gone through my <laughs> grocery list and ordered extra, a little bit of extra stuff, just so I meet that free delivery level and it's been like I mean, one bag of stuff and I'm like thank you very much but yeah oh no I'm I'm
1: spoiled I do tip though so hey there you go I'm very appreciative <laughs> I think that's
0: a great idea yes when it's delivered I I tip as well so I, and that's that's so, something that has changed is is the whole tipping yeah, thing yeah
1: so I agree there are some things that have come out of this pandemic that we um want to keep that um we don't want to go back to um, air quote normal. Um, there are some things personally we've learned about ourselves that um, we needed to have certain moments of the pandemic to surface, if that makes any sense. Gave you know us time I mean? to
0: to reflect on our own selves and how we treat people. I think that has been a good thing that has happened. It's not oh, been always goodness. comfortable, but I no. think it's a good thing.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, like okay. First of all, let's just say the sickness we want to go like yes. praying for God to just heal our land. Yes, but um, the other things we've learned from this pandemic, we want those things to stay stick around. Like I've noticed, so many people have started to serve more mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome and amazing. I don't want that to ever go away. Um, and, you know, I've heard people say, I hate that it's come to this for people to get closer and for us to realize we need each other. Well, sometimes it has to happen. Right. Things like this. Sir, sometimes you have to go through the desert to get to a place like well, yeah. this. You know what I mean? So if,
0: if there weren't rough times in my life, I don't think there would have been growth. Yeah. And I wish I wish I I wish we were all the kind of people that could grow significantly without yeah. the significant uncomfortable and pain that usually inspires it. But that yeah. is a good thing that has come out of all this is that I do believe on the whole we are treating each other better. We're not where we need to be, but I think in a lot right. of instances we're treating each other better. Yeah, I don't
1: yeah, I 100% don't think we we are where we need to be, but oh. I have seen um, some growth. I've seen more serving. I've seen some hard conversations. I've seen growth in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been inspired to um, live more. I realized I have been just skating through life. I've been just getting by, um, you know, before the pandemic if somebody were to ask me, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm just waiting for Friday to get here. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to be waiting for Friday to get here every single week. I don't want to be just waiting for the weekend. Right. I want to be living every single day because I don't know if I'm going to have the chance to get to Friday. Right. You just never know. I mean, just this week, one of my friends was posting on Facebook on Tuesday that him and his fiance had moved to Alabama they both um started a new job starting a new life and they were so happy by Friday he had dropped dead with a heart attack
0: no way
1: yes and I'm just like oh "Oh my goodness yeah like, you just never know. So I want to live every single moment I can, I,
0: I you know? I go along with that. I agree. The last year and a half or so, I have watched my, my daughter, who will turn 18 in 2022, <laughs> I have seen her develop from a young person into a young adult. You know what I'm saying? Developing this... This appreciation for life, developing some some independence and and her own real personality, and it has been amazing, and it, it has shown me kind of the same thing is that we change quickly, things move quickly, and things, sadly, like the the passing of your friend, can happen so fast is that every every day and i know this is such a cliche and i hate to say it but every day is a gift from god it truly yes. is oh and my goodness we can get very involved and caught up in the day to day have to's and i got to do this and there's that over there and and we allow the day to go by without fully grasping the 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 importance of the gift and and squeezing out the enjoyment of the day
1: you know and and um, I, it's
0: a, i think i think you're right that is really something we we all need to try and focus more on
1: you know um when when we're young we hear our parents and grandparents say certain phrases and yeah. we're like oh my goodness they're saying that again but yeah. and we get used to these little phrases they say well my grandma always always from the time i was so little she always used to say, the good Lord woke me up this morning. Every mm-hmm. time somebody asks, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine. The good Lord woke me up this morning. I'm, I made the wake-up list. I'm okay. <laughs> Even when she had a rough day, right. she never complained. She said, the Lord woke me up this morning. And now, as I see so much death around me, and I see so much suffering, I'm just like, I get it granny right i get that <laughs> i mean no matter what's going on in my life no matter how bad i feel i'm alive yeah the lord woke me up this morning he is providing I, i'm here and so that's what i'm taking into 2022 and for um some people who and it's sad that we have to say this. Um, don't come for me and Seth. We are not saying we are glad the pandemic brought. We're glad for the pandemic
0: right, <laughs> to right. bring
1: us to this point because no, 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 no. we know how y'all say how y'all do sometimes. <laughs> That's not what we're saying.
0: <laughs> well, you know, but if you look at uh, if you look at the history of of the Bible and just the history of mankind, you'll you'll notice that God has this amazing talent. Of taking something really bad and turning it into something beautiful and good, and I think the pandemic it makes is an example. From ashes. Exactly, yeah. and I think the pandemic is is a, is an example of that. Um, out of the out of the difficult, out of the pain, out of the the destruction that it brought, God finds a way because He's God of of bringing out something beautiful and and appreciative out of stuff like that. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this, that one of the things I'm ready to leave behind of 2021 is divisiveness. It seems yeah. like everything now that you bring up, whether it's, oh, this is my favorite peanut butter or as something as normally divisive as politics and money and stuff, everything becomes divisive. Either you're on this side or you're that side and to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like we've forgotten how to find a middle ground of agreement. It's like, okay, you have your opinion, I have my opinion, but guess what? We both agree on this. Let's build on what we do agree on. That seems to be a skill that we've forgotten how to do.
1: Well, I hate to tell you, bro, we're taking that with us.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the divisiveness or the ability yeah. to find common ground?
1: The divisiveness. No, like I'm. Um, I I don't I- want to. I don't want it either, but, and I hate to, like, I am, I, I'm all positive. I love being positive, but I'm also that person who's the realist. We all have opinions and we all want to share our opinions. Mm -hmm. And that's why I brought up the cancel, the cancel culture situation. I -hmm. think it goes right along with your divisiveness. It um, it does because we've. Um, You know, cancel culture, it looks good on paper you know, removing bad people from society, but canceling. Um, but we tend to cancel someone over the small things mm-hmm. um, just for sharing your opinion. That part I don't like. Now, granted, there are um, some people that are like, okay, look, you need to be checked. Like, I totally get that. Get that. There are um, some things and situations where, look, you need to, you need to just, you need to, like, you need a timeout, so to speak. This is the mom and me talk. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't agree with canceling everything and everybody over every little thing. Right. Oh, I don't like your opinion. Then, okay, you're automatically canceled. No, wait a minute. Right. We all are entitled to our opinions. And so I don't agree with um, just because I don't agree with you. Um, you're just automatically out. I I, it, it, I don't agree with that, but there are certain situations that are non-negotiable for me. Um, I hear you. Racism is one of them.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. I hear you. See, <laughs> you know what I mean. In that opinion, there is a there's an inherent contradiction. It's not only that we have the right to have our opinion, or that you know, it's 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 our ability to have an opinion. It's our right. We have the freedom of speech. That is a constitutional True. right and the and and while i agree that there are some people that come out with the most ridiculous ignorant hate speech and i would love for the i would love for us to just be able to say okay you and your ignorance and your and your hate speech you're now shut down you don't get to play in the sandbox anymore bye bye i i go along with the reason for that but here's the thing they have the right to of freedom of speech and and when we start to establish that one group of people get to say what another group of people can or cannot say we've now established a very dangerous precedent and and you you just cannot give one group of people or the government the power to say this group is right and can speak freely, and this group is wrong and should be shut down. That can never happen because that that power will be abused and Hmm. it will be turned against us. Hmm. At some point in the future, it will be turned against us.
1: Well, all I'm saying is if you are spewing hate at, I get what you're saying, but if there is a certain group of people that is spewing hate, I don't care um, what side, if there is a certain group of people who is spewing hate, who's allowed to publicly spew hate at another group of people, that doesn't make it right.
0: It's not right, but it is the constitutional right to free speech. Oh, and that has oh, to I'm, be defended. Oh, I'm,
1: No, I'm not saying that it's not their right. I mean, you have the right to say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm referring to cancel culture.
0: Mm -hmm. But see, this is the thing that we have to be very careful because it can be construed this way. And I think this is one of the things that's wrong with cancel culture is that it becomes perceived that because I disagree with you, and let's keep with the the whole uh, uh, hate speech and racism and so forth, because that's a great topic. But mm-hmm. just because um, uh, you may disagree with them, we can't take it so far as to say, "Okay, you are now removed from society." You know, you're. Um, I'm. I'm. I think the point is, is that not only do we then say, "Okay, I don't want to have anything more to do with you because of your racist comments," but then we start shaming other people that if they don't come along with us in that opinion then they're also wrong and they're equally as as bad just because they don't have the same opinion that's where it gets really kind of muddy and and that's where cancel culture is like okay you're going a little too far a lot
1: Well too far. now I totally get that I mean everybody has the right to say and believe and act and mm-hmm. f- hey you can feel what you want to feel you can be a racist if you want to Right But you can you do not have the right to be a doctor or a public servant and be a racist and you have taken an oath to protect and to serve all kinds of people and every person and treat them fairly. And then when you get found out, like when somebody mm-hmm. finds out that you are a public servant or a doctor, and that you are a racist, and you are treat like that, you have right. taken an oath to treat everybody equally, and you're not,
0: and, and yeah. you're not, and right. then
1: all of a sudden you're canceled. See, that's where cancel culture comes into play right. when you're racist.
0: And I think the so, more accurate so, way is you get to enjoy the consequences of your actions,
1: right? Yeah. So I'm not saying that everyone doesn't have a right to their opinion, not saying that everybody doesn't have a right to free speech. Because, mm-hmm. hey, I think you're a crummy, awful person and you need Jesus if you're a right. racist. Don't get up in my face. Okay, that's pretty much how I feel about it. But right. you have that right. Yeah. Um, And I'm supposed to still love you because I am a believer and I do, I'll pray for uh-huh. you. But um, the culture, Will cancel you if you are racist and you're found out. Right. But what I don't agree with is um, hey, such and such said this and we don't agree with it. Up oh, you're canceled. That come on, right? Canceling people over these little itty bitty things—we need to start showing each other grace because we're all going to have so many opinions on every little thing. Do we need to be canceling each other over every little, over all of these little things? Overreacting
0: is kind of what I look at,
1: right? That's the part I don't agree with.
0: Yeah, I go along with that. And one of the things also is people do change; they do grow. And they do learn. And, and when you have somebody who, let's say 20 years ago, made some really stupid, ignorant, racist comments, but over that 20-year time frame, they have come to understand that that wasn't right, maybe they came to know Jesus and their heart has completely done a 180-degree turnaround. To go back and say, okay, what you did 20 years ago, I'm going to cancel everything you've done now because of what you did 20 years ago, That's not right. Provided that there has been a change of heart. Oh,
1: provided. Provided there's a change of heart. If
0: if their heart is still the same, and you come up and say, "Okay, we're we're seeing a pattern here of Mm -hmm. of 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 behavior that is objectionable," and we're going to discuss that. That's one thing. But if a person is 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 flying right, man, and their heart is good, and they're doing good things, and you find out a mistake they made 20 years ago, and you destroy them now because of the mistake they made then, that's not right. That's right. not right.
1: Totally. Yeah, I get that. But again, you've got to show and prove. of
0: course. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And that's difficult. That is, yeah. that is not easy. And hopefully yeah. there's a lot of us with this last year, like we talked about just a while ago, having the time to reflect, taking a look at how our lives have been and what is important what we, need to, what we need to let go of and say, I don't want to take this into the new year. And what do we want to hold on to and praise God for and say, thank you for this and take that into the new year. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio.
1: The Jesus Fix It podcast with Seth and Jess is sponsored by Mardell Christian and Education Store. Mardell has the largest Bible selection with over 2,000 different Bibles to choose from. Best-selling books are 40 to 50% off every day, and all others are 20% off. Hey, I love discounts. Mardell has expanded their apparel department and now offers more Christian apparel selections for the whole family. You can sign up at Mardell.com to receive the Mardell emails and be notified of sales, events, and receive coupons directly to your inbox.